Hi there, this is Doug Crozier, CEO of the Solomon Foundation. I'm here at the Solomon Center um, today, and I've got a very special guest with me here today, a good friend of mine that I've really, really enjoyed getting to meet, and uh, that's uh, Jamil Robinson, lead pastor at Lewis Street Church of Christ. And, and, uh, and Jamil's here in town uh, spending a few days. Uh, we've had a great time. Jamil and his family have been... Uh, staying at our home here in Parker, and we've had a good couple of days with his family, and then they're getting ready to go up in the mountains and spend some time. But, but we really are here to really launch Project Hope, and I want to remind you, projecthope2020.com, that's the website that you can get more information on this project. But Jamil, just tell me a, a little bit about that evening of May 30th and what happened, and and, and what went on uh, at Lewis Street? Uh, uh, first off, Doug, I want to just thank the Solomon Foundation uh, for inviting us up and um, to uh, um, fellowship and have this conversation and this meeting. Uh, to reflect back on that particular day, uh, I received a call uh, about 12 midnight um, that Saturday morning and I was informed by a uh, church member who lived right next door to our facility that we were renovating and she informed me that our building was on fire. So at that particular point I contacted one of my brethren to see if he had received the same call and he was already en route to the facility. Uh, we arrived on the scene, my wife and myself, and there was so much chaos before we could even make it to the church building. It took us about 45 minutes because of all the riding and the things that were happening in, uh, in light of the events of the protesting. And so once we arrived on the scene, uh, we were not allowed to come on the property. And uh, I witnessed our you know, newly renovated facility that was um, in a process of being completed in flames. Uh, it was, I mean, engulfed in flames. Um, and so at that particular point, um, the fire marshal uh, informed us to stay off the site and that uh, they were going to have to do an investigation. So the next day, they did an investigation, and they were able to go on the site, and it was discovered that someone intentionally firebombed our facility. And um, it was devastating at that particular point, Doug. Yes, it was. And I know I was able to talk to you on that Sunday, and uh, you know the thing that, that we immediately did, our team, is we said, hey, Jamil, we're yeah. behind you. We're behind the church. We're going to do everything in our power to help you uh, rebuild and you know Julie and I got to visit uh, there at the church and uh, uh, gosh it's been a little over a month ago and actually see it and uh, I'm just just so impressed with uh, with you and your leadership so Jamil tell us a little bit about your background I know you came out of the the corporate world and yeah. and decided <laughs> to go into ministry yeah. full-time and and tell us a little bit about what you did before you uh, became the lead pastor at uh, Lewis Street Church of Christ. Well, prior to uh, becoming the minister of the Lewis Street Church of Christ, uh, I was an executive environmental manager for one of the largest construction companies, manufacturing companies in the world. And uh, me and my wife were relocated from the Mississippi area to the uh, Arkansas uh, area. And uh, I was working with, um, uh, still working with the company, and uh, the company went through um, some layoffs 
due to um, you know slow of business, and it was just a business decision. And so uh, they called me back to come to work, and uh, I was torn between staying to be the ministry of the Lewis Street Church of Christ or relocating to another location. And uh, after much prayer, and me and my wife, we had that discussion, I decided to remain the minister of the Lewis Street Church of Christ and was willing to commit um, myself, my family, um, to uh, reviving and restoring this great congregation. Not only the infrastructure, but the hearts, the lives, and the spirits of that congregation. Yes, sir. Now, I, I must admit here, Jamil's being very uh, reserved on this because uh, he also shared with me that he was offered a job back yeah. with his company to relocate him and his entire family to yes. to France yeah. for a year yeah. and yeah. Uh, things like that. So here's a here's a here's a gentleman that's really 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 dedicated yes, uh, to yes, the kingdom and to the local church there in yes. uh, in Little Rock at Lewis Street Church of Christ. But just once this firebombing happened. Just tell us a little bit about what was going through your mind the first two or three days after it happened. I know you were you were trying to figure out what your next steps were, but just share with us uh, a little bit of your your thought process. It 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 became a very um, dark moment in my life uh, as a as a minister as a Christian. Um, I felt like I had failed God, Doug. I've never in my life felt that way before. I felt like I had failed the church. I felt like I had failed my family. I felt like I had failed those who believed in uh, me as the leader. I, I just felt like I had failed. I had, you know, I, I didn't know what to do. I, part of me thought about resigning. Part of me felt like uh, giving up. Part of me felt that, you know, I wasn't the right, you know, person that um, right uh, minister for the job. You know, I just, I just went through a series of some very negative emotions and I went in a dark moment in my life because I just didn't want to face the faces of those who believed in me. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, uh, find the strength to come back to worship that next following week. I, I didn't even want to come back. And my wife, she encouraged me, I mean, so much. Just And uh, one of the things she told me said, if you quit, you're not quitting on yourself, you're quitting on God. And, uh, wow, that's pretty heavy. It, it, it was. Yeah. It was heavy because I thought she was going to be like, you know what, honey, you're right. Let's call that company who offered you that significant salary and let's get out of here. But uh, she helped me realize that uh, it was God who sent me to Lewis Street. It was God who chose me for this work. It was God who placed me here and um, blessed me with the skill set and the ability to uh, initiate a, a project for this church. And it was not about the project. It was really about us being restored, us finding hope again mm -hmm. in a hopeless situation. And with the encouragement, and I must you know, definitely say that the Solomon Foundation gave me that motivation. When you called me that Sunday, uh, I was in tears. I was hurt. And to know that you, the first thing you said was, we're with you 100%. I'm not leaving your side. We're going to get through this together. Let's talk on no, that Monday morning, and uh, we're going to get through this together. Mm -hmm. That was confirmation that God was with me. That was confirmation that God uh, had never had not le left me or forsaken me. And so through that, I still receive a lot of negative feedback. I still receive some negative feedback even from the congregation and those who just you know felt that um, 
we had reached our, 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 our valley point of not being able to climb this mountain of success to where I was afraid members were going to leave the church. I was afraid members was going to go to another congregation. But overall, um, God, you know, he gave me confirmation that um, this is not about you. This is about me and that I still will get the glory out of this situation. And so what came to me was hope. And uh, Jeremiah 29 and verse 11, when God said that he was going to give his, his people a, a, another future and a, and a, and a new hope, um, that motivated me to start Project Hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fantastic. And I know I want to I wanna ask you to answer this question because I saw the interview that you yeah. did with the local TV network, and I know that was impromptu, and, and the lady did a great job of interviewing you, but she asked you one question in there that really, really, really hit me uh, uh, and just motivated me on this project, and that is she asked you, what would you say to the person that firebombed your church? Wow. <laughs> Uh, my response was a very genuine, sincere Christian response is, I forgive them. I forgive the person or the people who performed this act of violence, this senseless act um, to our congregation. And I, I mean that to this day. If, if, if I saw the person today, I would uh, let them know that I forgive them and that I love them and that I would pray for them. And in this day and time, I believe, you know, it's very important that we as Christians, we lead by example. You know, uh, it, it was a part of me, the human side of me, yes, wanted to say some some negative things, wanted to be angry, wanted to be upset and say, how could you? And, you know, I want that person prosecuted. I want them brought to justice. But God said, vengeance is his. He will repay, saith the Lord. So I have to understand that if I want to be forgiven for my trespasses, I had to forgive this person of theirs. Mm -hmm. And so that inspired the church, that really inspired the church to know that they had a leader who was not only um, a minister, but was truly a Christian Mm -hmm. by lifestyle, by way he lived, by the way he carried himself, even in um, such times as these, yes. Mm -hmm. So tell us about what the next steps are. I know you're in the process of of a redesign and, and a whole new project. And so tell us a little bit about what you're, what you're planning to build there on site at, uh, in Little Rock. Uh, we're planning to build a facility. Um, one of the primary reasons why um, I, I uh, call this project, Project Hope, is because of, I believe that in this day and time, the world need to see unity. They need to see people coming together, no matter your background, where you're from, who you are, uh, what race you are, to come together and be unified together to create something and construct something that will bring about hope in the community, in the city, in the state, and, and throughout this world. And so Project Hope is going to be a diversified project where different races, different cultures is going to come together and help construct and build this new edifice this new worship center. And it's not just for Lewis Street, it's for anybody who wants to come and fellowship and worship with us. We're gonna have educational programs, we're gonna have food pantry ministries, we're gonna have closed closet ministries, we're gonna do some things such as after school care programs and helping tutor parents who um, are looking for jobs, have 
a program set up to help parents find jobs and those who want to go back to college to to receive their degrees. We're going to have so many great programs mm -hmm. in Project Hope that it's going to not only um, uh, uh, help with understanding the importance of having a Christian lifestyle, but not only that, helping people uh, have hope within themselves to accomplish goals that they never thought they would be able to accomplish. That's fantastic. So, so our goal together is uh, uh, between the Solomon Foundation and Lewis Street yes. Church of Christ yes. is what we want to do is raise $2 million to build this facility. Now, the, yes. the great thing is the church had great insurance yes. and, and yes. that insurance is being processed now and it's going to be yes. fully funded. Mm -hmm. uh, but we want to build a bigger, newer, nicer facility yes. on this right. site. Yes. So our goal is to help the church raise $2 million. So in that, the Solomon Foundation has committed uh, $200,000 to the project. Yes. Uh, my wife and I wrote a check for $10,000 to the church and uh, to this project because we, we believe in it personally also. And so I want to encourage all of you out there that uh, look at this information and, and, and really pray about what you can do to help Lewis Street Church of Christ in Little Rock, Arkansas. You can go to projecthope2020.com. Remember that Project Hope. 2020.com or call the Solomon Foundation and we can give you more uh, information on that. But our goal is to, uh, to help them raise uh, all $2 million and be able to build this facility and have very little debt on it at the same time. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here, Jamil. Thank you so much. You know, Dad. from here tomorrow, uh, Jamil and his family, they're going up to the mountains. Uh, they've never been up to the Rockies, so they're going to go up and spend uh, four or five days up there to really rest and recuperate after this, this tragic incident. And then they're going to go back to Little Rock next weekend, and boom, they're going to hit the ground running. That's right. And so, Jamil, thanks for being Thank with us so today. Much. Thank you. And just God bless you. God bless everything you're doing. Thank you. You're, you're uh, just a ray of hope in the world today. I appreciate getting to know you better. And I tell you this, uh, there's great things going to happen at Thank Lewis you. Street yes, under your leadership. I appreciate it. Thank God you so bless much. You. Thank Thanks. you.